Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Happy one year anniversary to the Create Your Fate podcast. To celebrate, I am rebroadcasting one of the very first episodes that I ever recorded that is my absolute favorite. So I hope that you enjoy this oldie but goodie. Interesting tidbit to blow your mind before we begin. Did you know that every single person who you meet on this earth will have a different perspective of you? The version that your mom sees is completely different than the one that your boss sees or the one that the stranger who you cut off on the way to work sees or or your best friend. And it's funny because absolutely none of these are the exact perception that you have of yourself. Just something to keep in mind as we move into today's topic. So today is actually going to be a pretty interesting episode because normally when I choose my podcast topics, I consider a lot of the recurrent themes that I hear during coaching sessions with clients. And these are common struggles that I've normally studied extensively or researched or have come up with some helpful solutions for my clients. And, um, you know, maybe I've even personally struggled and overcome the, the issue myself But, you know, I I share what I know and what I know works to help others. But today is actually going to be a little different because today I'm I'm not going to come at you as a life coach, Meg. I'm just going to show up here today as human Meg. And I hope that is okay with you because, y'all, if you looked at the podcast title, I am still overcoming my addiction to other people's approval. So from here on out, just human Meg. And, you know, this is something that has proven to be so damn hard for me. And I just thought we could create some space to openly talk about some ideas and and why we're so addicted to the approval of other people and, and why letting go of that external validation is so difficult. So, you know, let's just chat about it. Honestly, as I was writing this episode, I didn't really know where to begin because it's like, oh, wait, I'm, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I shouldn't give advice on this, you know, in no way, shape or form. Am I a quote unquote expert in this field? And, you know, what, what happened was it ended up being very therapeutic just to write my thoughts down. And I actually realized things that I had never thought before. And so it ended up just helping me. So if, if I can inspire you to do the same thing, then that would be great. So, you know, while I can't promise this solid, surefire list of solutions to, to break your addiction to the approval of other people, I can share what's been helping me and I can invite you to the starting point. So honestly, when it comes to coaching, I want to say less than 5% of the people who I've worked with personally in a coaching relationship do not struggle with needing other people's approval. So it's a very slim number of people and most of us are completely addicted to it. External validation, it's if you're not familiar with what it is, because you might actually be doing it and you don't even know it, it's when we look to others to validate our feelings. And by itself, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but 
when it supersedes our own internal validation or when we completely rely on the approval of others, it becomes this very slippery slope of losing your sense of self. And when we seek validation externally, we immediately place our self-worth in the hands of other people. Why do we need others to like us? We might not even like them or even respect them or even know them, but we somehow need their approval. And what ends up happening is we enter this never-ending cycle trying to appease people, and it's never enough. So we go back into this vicious circle of continuously straying from who we are to try and be who we think they want us to be. And sometimes, you know, we try and appease multiple people at the same time. And like I said at the beginning, they all have a different version of who they would like us to be and who who they see us as. And so it ends up being a lose-lose for us, right? It's confusing. Which version am I? Who, who am I? It's exhausting because sometimes we feel like we have 14 personalities, right? But really, we're just trying to people-please 14 different perspectives of ourselves. You know, we kind of shapeshift from version to version. And, and where's the sense in self? And if, if you don't have sense of self, how are you going to be confident in yourself, Are you addicted to external validation? Maybe you are and you don't even know it. And I found this list of signs that you might be addicted to other people's approval. It comes from Healthy Sense of Self um, and Psychology Today. So listen up. I, I outsource this because I, like I said, I am not the expert in the field, but listen up. Do you struggle with setting boundaries, with being direct or communicating truthfully? Do you feel fear before telling somebody in your life about a decision that you've made? Do you change your actions based on fear of how somebody else is going to react? Do you inadvertently lie or omit the truth when speaking to someone due to fear of their response or opinion? Do you let others' opinions dictate what choices you make? Do you feel attacked when someone criticizes your work? And the last one does it for me. Really, as long as I can remember, I've internally been addicted to the approval from my mom. And believe me, my pride would not always actually show this externally, especially to her. But deep down inside, it cut like a knife when she would not validate my feelings or actions. And actually last year, uh, at some point, she ended up criticizing something that I did and I completely lost my shit and I completely spiraled. And, you know, you know, you have an addiction to your mother's approval when the new sad Adele song drops and all you can think about while you cry in your bed is your mom. Like real talk here, you know, I I went there. So, you know, the point is, you know, I realized that that's where my um, my my trigger was. That's where where it was hurting me the most. You have to spend time to figure out where your trigger comes from and you have to heal that wound. Right. You're you're never going to get out of this sick spiral of needing 
external validation if you don't, right? And, and that goes back to this need, right? The law of attraction. If you are in need, I need external validation. You feel like you need something. That's because you are coming from a mindset of lack and your focus is lack, which means you are going to get more lack, more need, and more need for external validation, right? It's like this crazy circle until you actually heal it, but no more. Let's start healing. So if you are open to it, let's start here. Where does this come from? Have you ever sat down to think about it? And, and honestly, if I could really pick an episode where you could journal and just take some notes, it would be this one. So pause, grab a journal and just start writing some things down, right? Uh, because I want you to think about this because where does this come from? Uh, 99% of times, you know, just like every other part of our cognitive behaviors that we bring into adulthood, this kind of stuff started likely in childhood. And during childhood, maybe you observed that proving yourself by meeting certain conditions or um, doing X, Y, and Z things that gains you acceptance from the people who were important to you, or, or maybe even praise, or or they welcomed you. This could be, you know, a grandparent, uh, a parent, teacher, even the kids at school who you looked up to. Maybe you learned to fear rejection or being disliked. So you grew into insecurity the more you got rejected and the more you got disliked. So, you know, you learned that I don't want to trust myself to make my own judgments. This is leading me to rejection and being disliked. So I'm going to do what everybody else does, right? Um, maybe your family was a keeping up with the Joneses type family, right? And you learned that even your parents maybe looked out, outwards for approval and it became a learned behavior. You're just modeling what they did. So, you know, where do you think your addiction to external validation might come from? Really, grab that journal. Trust me. Trust me. Write it down. And what we learned as kids has eventually shaped us into adults who make decisions based on what we think others want for us. Like, run that back. It, it's, it's crazy. We make decisions based on what we think others want for us. And a lot of times we do it unconsciously. We don't even know we're doing it. And what happens is this repeated behavior leads to a poor sense of self-worth. And then we end up relying on this external validation even more because we don't even value our own opinion. So just start thinking about your childhood and, and figure out where some of these behaviors stemmed from. And uh, I'm actually going to be sharing a personal story on, on today's episode as well, because like I said, this is something that I'm overcoming myself. I have been aware of it for years. The first step is the awareness, right? Do you uh, have an addiction to somebody else's approval? It can be a lot of people. It can be one person. You have to become aware of it if you want to do anything. And I've been aware of my need for this for a couple of years, and, and I probably only started healing about eight to 10 months ago. And I still find myself seeking others approval because it's an addiction. And just like any other addiction, it takes work, work, serious work to break away from habits and old thought patterns that have stemmed from this addiction, right? Sometimes it can take years. But the point is, you know, after you become aware of this, give yourself grace, 
you know, and, and I'm going to invite you to really give yourself some grace here when you are overcoming any thought pattern that's been ingrained in your brain, you know, while you're trying to untrain these old thoughts and, and retrain new ones, you have to be patient and you just have to start somewhere. So start with determining the root of the problem. And how do you determine the root? Well, you look at your current behavior patterns. A Course in Miracle says, you will continue to live the lesson until you learn it. So take a look at your existing behaviors when it comes to uh, external validation. What settings do you seek external validation in, right? What triggers the sudden need for approval? Write these things down. Are there any common themes in your present life, right? What do they have in common? And is there anything that you could pinpoint from your past to be the root of it? And it takes some thinking. You might not get it right away. And that's why you really need to 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 focus on this. Um, it, for me, it took years of self-discovery. And, you know, I, I finally realized that my addiction to people liking me and people validating me stemmed from me needing approval from my mom. And, and I don't use the word need a lot, but I am going to use it a lot today because um, this is something that we do need to overcome right? We are choosing to overcome this um, because we don't need anybody else's approval. We don't need external validation. We are choosing to overcome this. So, you know, back when I was a kid, we had this very sweep it under the rug and never talk about anything that went wrong policy in my household. And, you know, it was like you'd get in trouble and then you would just never talk about the issue after that. And it was this lack of clarity that, you know, because we just never talked about it. And it can be very confusing for kids. I just never really knew where I stood because I, I did something bad. I got in trouble. And then it was like, you never talked about it again. Right. And there were some really profound moments that I remember um, receiving severe disappointment from my mom. And I got in trouble, right? And really, a lot of these things, not all of them, but a lot of them, they were never done with malicious intention. But a lot of my behavior as a kid stemmed from curiosity, right? So I was confused why I was in trouble when I was only being curious because, you know, I thought, and this is another belief that was instilled heavily, that being bad is evil, and then if I was a bad person, that bad things would eventually happening would eventually happen to me. And, you know, speaking from a religious standpoint here, there was a lot of fear around being bad and doing bad things and getting in trouble. So I associated getting in trouble with being bad. And trust, I was no angel child. So I, I knew when I was intentionally being bad and, and where that was going to land you. But you know, I got the same reaction from my, my parents' anger and repercussion, the punishment, for being curious. And so I got really confused and it hurt my feelings. And not that I ever showed anybody that, but that's a whole other podcast. Um, but I didn't, I didn't want to feel that way, right? So now, because I didn't want to get in trouble, 
I was hypersensitive about my actions and my curiosities, even the good ones, because I was afraid of this potential result that I was going to get. And, and trust me, it took a long time to realize this. So really, I'm going to welcome you to, to spend some time with yourself. So, you know, what's the fastest way to confirm if you are being good or bad? You gauge the reaction of other people, right? So now, instead of internally validating my emotions and learning how to be responsible with them and critically think them through, I now looked for approval from others to not feel like a little kid who was about to get in trouble. And even to this day, something that really triggers me is when people think that I have bad intentions when I don't. It 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 still drives me crazy. And you know what they say about triggers. And, and one of my favorite quotes is this. When you get triggered, you say, thank you, universe, for showing me where I am not healed. And I know I've said that before. And and really, though, I get cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs when someone thinks I maliciously and intentionally try to be a bad person. And I automatically resort back to my six-year-old, eight-year-old self or whatever the age was. And I automatically feel like a little child who was just being curious, whose mom was mad at them for being bad. And I get all kinds of anxiety and my thoughts really just spiral. And I honestly, I remember the instant and I'm sure one day I'll be ready to share it. But my mom caught me doing something that I was really curious about. And I didn't think it was bad at all. And when she caught me, I was immediately filled with shame and, and sadness that she thought I was bad. And I remember her yelling at me from inside the house. I was in the backyard. And she yelled at me from from like the upstairs window, I think in her bedroom. And then, you know, I, I went into the house and then... That was it. We just never talked about it again. No, like, this is bad because, right? It was like, well, what did I do? I feel I feel bad, but I'm not sure why. And I never got that explanation, right? So again, you know, you get hypersensitive to to other people's reactions. And this is this is kind of lack of clarity. It's turmoil for a child. And listen, I'm not mad at my mom or saying she's a bad person here. Uh, one of the best lessons I've ever learned was, you know, it's it's actually given me insane peace is to truly believe that everybody is doing the best they can with what they have at the time that they did it. You know, but going back to my story, you know, for a kid, this whole situation, it just leaves a lot of questions and this huge lack of clarity and, and a lot of fearing shame, fearing punishment you know, or, or fear that people are not going to like you. And this was my ingrained, locked-in belief that I carried into adulthood and never thought anything different. And, and how do you think that resonated as, as I turned into an adult? Well, fast forward. I'm a manager, afraid that my staff won't like me. I'm a girlfriend who'd rather put up with being treated poorly than stand up for myself and potentially end up alone and hated. I'm an employee, afraid to take a sick day because I don't want anyone to think that I'm faking it. I'm a wife who stayed in a marriage two years too long because I was terrified about what my parents were going to say about me getting divorced. Who am I? 
Who are you? I'll tell you who I was. I was the desired perception of the closest person to me at that moment in time. Going back to that shapeshifter, right? Did people like me? They sure did. (laughs) But who was me? There was no me. I was only the version that I thought they would want to see. Of course they would like it. There was no sense of self. I had no me. And and this is kind of crazy, but I would actually spiral so much when someone didn't like me or or I had an altercation with somebody or whatever it was. When there was a bad situation with somebody, I would actually spiral and make it worse in my own head and sometimes out loud to others because I didn't think me feeling uncomfortable about a situation was valid enough on its own. I had to make it worse. Do you realize how messed up that is? Intentionally making things worse so you feel better about your decision to not be okay with something. This is not okay. And I don't know if you've ever done that either, but it is just mind-blowing because you have to live your truth, not the truth of whoever you are trying to impress or get approval from in the moment. That's exhausting, right? I have to live my truth. I know. And, you know, until we learn this lesson, we are going to continue to live it. So you have to say no more to needing others approval when really you, you heal the root of the problem and you start there, which means you're going to have to keep digging, dig, dig, dig until you get to the root of the problem, right? For me, um, this attachment that I had to this approval from my mom, right? I I moved away and and we didn't even talk for a couple of years after I got divorced, but it resonated actually, you know, multiplies, right? Until you learn the lesson, you continue to live it. So I, it resonated primarily with with two other relationships. One was with an ex-boyfriend of mine who treated me like actual garbage for years. And I put up with that shit for literally like 11 years. And it resonated in the relationship that I had professionally, right? Where people had to like me in my profession. I had to be the best, Uh, the cycling, coaching, consulting, fitness, right? I was tied to the idea that if I was the best, if I got the promotions, if I had a sold out class and and booked uh, a calendar of, of social settings that I was good, validated. I was strapped to, you know, me making my ex-boyfriend realize that no, 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 I was the girl of his dreams and that he he wanted me. And then he it, when he finally realized it, that I would be good and validated. And you know what happened, right? I, I, I did not learn the lesson, so I continued to live it. The moment I realized that my addiction to approval stemmed from my mom and I started healing that, guess what happened to the other two attachments? Gone. And what would have happened if I would have tried to heal this lighter, more superficial wound, right? Uh, Like trying to be the best professionally, right? You, You can't heal a wound that is superficial and just resonating off of a deeper wound, right? What happens if you try and heal that? Nothing. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole, right? You have to get to the root of the problem. And I promise you, even the awareness alone is extremely liberating. So, you know, what else can we do? I, I know that's very heavy and and just really focus on the root of the problem, but I am willing to give you uh, a couple 
other solutions that we can all do together to alleviate this addiction to external approval and, and start shifting our self-worth back to self. So a couple little steps here because you know I love my little my little steps. So one, decide what happiness or success means for you. Is this what success or happiness means for you? Or does it mean happiness and success to somebody else? Right? So let me say this. Whoever you are seeking validation from, they are out there already living their own life. They are making their own decisions. They are creating their own happiness for themselves. They already get to choose happiness for themselves. They don't get to pick happiness for you too. That's not fair. Why should they get double the decisions and you get none? The math ain't mathin'. So two, become good friends with disapproval. And going back to healthy sense of self, I'll, uh, I'll quote them here. Often we seek validation from others because we think we cannot handle being rejected or disliked. And this kind of goes back to the childhood thing, right? And if you tend to turn on yourself when you don't get the approval you seek, you may need to replace self-criticism with a hefty dose of self-compassion, right? So for example, if a colleague or a friend who isn't too keen on the choice that you've made or something that you've done, they give you the cold shoulder, you remind yourself that your value as a human being doesn't come from whether or not that person likes you. So bottom line, just because someone says or thinks something about you doesn't mean it's fact, period. So third thing that you can do to uh, get out of this addiction trap, avoid overthinking. And if you find yourself stressing over what somebody thinks about you, or you know, you might be creating this concern that only lives in your head, uh, realize it's it's probably not reality, right? If you're an overthinker, um, definitely check out the episode, I think it's 17 on how to stop overthinking, but you want to keep yourself from overthinking by quickly and simply asking basic questions. And I want you to give yourself a very basic answer, the, the most basic answer that you could think about. So here's a question you can ask yourself. How do you think you're going to feel if you finally get this person's approval? What does that actually look like? Again, basic answers. How are you going to feel if you don't get it? How is your life going to change if you don't get it? What would actually happen if someone doesn't like you? So keep your mind out of the spiral and focus on what is real. So another thing that you can do, start saying no. When, you know, when necessary and, and when you know it feels right for you, stand your ground. This allows your energy to be focused on what you've already decided are your priorities. So no more overcommitting, no more people pleasing. And I absolutely, absolutely love, love, love this last one. Open yourself up to the possibility of feeling unconditionally loved and living as your own person. Wow. Can you give people a chance to love you as you are? as you really are, yikes, that's scary as shit. <laughs> you know, sometimes we shrug off the idea to allow people to actually love us as we are. 
because we can't remember who we are, right? I'm kind of tired of that, aren't you? What would it feel like if the people we are so desperately trying to gain approval from actually loved us for who we are? How would your life change for who you really, really are? And isn't even the chance of that happening worth a little bit of introspection? And yes, sure, maybe an initial reaction from somebody might not be what you had imagined or hoped for, but other people's reactions are not your responsibility. So say that out loud. Other people's reactions are not my responsibility. What is your responsibility? To live your truth. Nobody else's. Is the temporary approval from someone worth you actually not living your truth? And it comes down to this. External validation comes from a lack of internal validation. So start validating yourself. Where are you lying to yourself about yourself? What are you still learning to love and accept about yourself? Get to know yourself. You need that strong sense of self right? To be confident in yourself. And I promise a stronger sense of self will never be a disservice to you. You don't need everybody to like you. You are going to choose to like you as your real self. And guess what? I'm going to promise I'm going to do the same thing on my end. And I firmly believe we got this. I believe that you can create your life and that you can create your fate. So to connect with more thoughts and inspiration, you can follow me on my Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at letscreateyourfate.com. I have a very exciting event. I am planning my first retreat with uh, my guest, Jose, if you remember him on uh, the show, I think it was in December. So we are planning a retreat. It will be in Canton, Texas, the first week of August, 2022. So check out more details. We would absolutely love to, to have you join our yoga and mindfulness retreat. And trust me, I'm not going to be the one uh, teaching the yoga. So, but I will be doing the mindfulness. So check out more deeds uh, for that on my website and Instagram. And that's all I got for you today. But of course, if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things always and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today. And I will talk to you all soon. 